This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and today I am here with TikTok and Instagram influencer, Saleh. Hi guys, nice to meet you all. Go ahead and give a brief introduction about the content that you produce. Okay, cool. So I would call myself a micro-influencer since I'm pretty small, but like, yeah, anyways. um, I make mostly fashion and lifestyle content. Um, most of my content has been fashion, but I'm starting to get more into lifestyle recently. Yeah, so today I really want our episode to be focused on your story as well as tips you have for the audience on how to grow your social media platforms. I think this is something that a lot of teens definitely want to get into more. Not only is it a simple thing to do when you're at home, but it's also something that you can be truly passionate about and share your own story and experiences to millions of people in the world. Mm-hmm. So first of all, let's talk a little bit more about the content that you produce. Just like you said, you focus on fashion and lifestyle um, videos and pictures, posts, whatever you'd like to call them. Um mm-hmm. But what was your inspiration behind producing these types of content? Did you always want to do this or was it just um, very spontaneous? Yeah, I will call it, it was like super spontaneous because I was trying to get into this group and they said that I had to have like at least a thousand followers on TikTok. And I was like, oh, I can't, I don't have that. So I have to start an account. So I made the account and then I I didn't even end up getting into the group in the end (laughs) but I was like oh my god wait but this is like kind of fun so I just kept doing it and here I am (laughs) was it like a school club what kind of group required a social media following oh yeah it was kind of like this um group of teenagers online and they kind of made content to inspire others like you know like it was kind of like a whole group thing like the hype Mm -hmm. house but like not really like living in a house you know I see wow that's really interesting I'm Mm -hmm. speechless (laughs) speechless <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right and so coming from like a very spontaneous creation for your platform how was the transition like you know when you first had that viral tiktok or that viral instagram post was it really shocking like how did you react to this immense follower growth yeah i was really shocked but i was like I was, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, wait, why did a video like as simple as this get so many views? Like I was really, really like happy. And I was like, wait, this could actually get me somewhere. And then like, if that was like what really motivated me to keep like going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is honestly really cool. Especially with TikTok, your videos can blow up like overnight and super unexpectedly. So yeah. honestly, like it's, it's worth giving a try. Mm-hmm. 
And so one thing that I noticed is on TikTok, you began promoting the concept of being a micro-influencer, right? There's been kind of a trend recently where people are like, start taking your Instagram seriously. And then they provided like examples of their accounts at like 400 followers to 10K or like even up to 120K, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. So from your TikTok, you said that you started moving your TikTok followers to Instagram. How exactly are you achieving this and why did you decide to do this? So I was always like really fond of Instagram. Like I really liked posting, but I got really scared like before I started this entire influencer thing because I was like, it was only my classmates that followed me. And, you know, I don't really think they would like it if I posted every day with like no purpose. So Mm -hmm. I was like, why not just use this as an excuse to like grow on Instagram? And it's actually like been really fun. Like it's honestly something people should do if they like, like that kind of stuff. How exactly are you doing that? Like, are you just telling your TikTok followers to follow your Instagram or you're using links? Yeah, so it started like um, I made a TikTok specifically about my Instagram, like what you were talking about, like, oh, I was at this many followers a few weeks ago and now I'm at like I increased a lot. Like it was that TikTok. It was about my Instagram. So it made people want to like follow my Instagram and stuff. So that was like a really like the big start of it all. And then I kind of just do that like every now and then I just say like, hey, I grew on Instagram like this and like it just makes people want to follow me. Yeah, definitely. Now, before we get into the topic, everyone wants to listen to how to grow (laughs) your following. Let's talk a little bit more about the impact of social media for you. So obviously, right now, social media is this big debate. Is it good? Is it bad? Who knows? good side of it you can connect with a lot of people you can grow your personal brand right and Mm -hmm. of course the bad side of it is the immense hate that you can pop you might get as well as like creepy people you know Mm -hmm. um and also the effect on your mental health before um this recording we actually talked for a bit and you said that something you wanted people to understand was that influencers are actual people and they're not perfect. So was there an experience that you had that kind of really honed in on this ideal of yours? Yeah, no, there truly was. Um, It's still kind of like there, it's still happening, but I have learned to like kind of get over it. But basically, I don't want to like go too specific because I don't know if she'll be listening to this. and I don't want to hurt her feelings because I really do appreciate her. But um, there is this one girl who has um, kind of started copying my content, but she's not taking credit for it. It's not really like exactly, but like, you know, I can tell that she's really idolizing me and she's still very young. And I can tell like young people are very um, impressionable. And I can like that really made me realize how. I have to tell people that you can't, you don't have to be exactly like the person you idolize, I guess, to like be happy. And plus, like, you're still very young. You have a lot more going on in your life or in like ahead of you that's going to happen. And like, you don't have to like put on a bunch of makeup and stuff. And like, you don't have to do all this. I mean, maybe it does make you happy. And I'd I'd be glad, like, if that makes you happy, just do it. But like, you know, don't like, like, you know, copy everything, like, oh my God, I can't speak. Everything someone does like because you think if they're cool because they do it you know like if it doesn't make you happy then like don't do it like you said it's about finding your own interests your own passions yeah and I was saying like I mean 
it, like I'm glad that she's doing all that stuff like because like I can see she's really passionate about fashion but like if you are I don't I don't really know if like copying every single like outfit or like post is like being passionate about it you know like if you were passionate I feel like it would be more you are taking the inspiration and not copying it's like you take that and then you make your own yeah and it's also like I really don't want her to lose herself right like don't force yourself to be like someone because I really don't know if that would, that's like mentally like a good thing like emotionally right definitely and now moving on to another aspect of mental health um, you pointed out that social media work is very time consuming. And I can second that so much, even with podcasting, you know, all the audio editing, and then having mm-hmm. to post on social media, and then having to find people to interview. It is so draining at times and can also give me so much anxiety. Um, when I don't post, I feel so guilty. Um, I'm always thinking about it 24-7. Yes. You know? oh my it's gosh. so bad for my mental health. I'm like, I need a break, but it's so hard. So mm-hmm. how do you cope with that? So I have learned to like make a, like take a day off every week. Like it doesn't matter how much work I have. Like I need a whole day. Cause like I've, I have a lot of work to do this week, but I really, I'm forcing myself to do that all like within six days and one day just has to be made specifically for relaxing. So I think that's really good for me because like relaxing is very important. Like just taking a whole day off doing no work and just doing like anything that makes you happy. I think that's really like, that's how I at least like do everything. I do all the work before and then I just have a whole day except for relaxing. Definitely. And one other thing that I find really interesting is how we can get so unmotivated sometimes too. Like even though we are thinking about it, the fact that we aren't doing anything about it, (laughs) that that lack of motivation, it's so like hard to control, you know, it's always Mm -hmm. like a tug of war. Mm -hmm. So um, how do you deal with that? Yeah, I don't know. Like I... I think it's just I do what I like because sometimes I'm just stuck on TikTok and like scrolling and I just keep telling myself like you need to get up and do it like do your work but then like I'm still just stuck on TikTok the scrolling and I can't get off it and it's just like um eventually I think like I said I think I set a timer yeah I do that I set a timer of 20 minutes and I'm like okay after this timer you have to get up and like some most of the time it works so yeah I just force myself to work. <laughs> That's nice. You created a whole system. That is honestly really great. Um, yeah. I'm trying to work on that, but you know, <laughs> we're getting there slowly. slowly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, what was an example where you kind of had a lot of work that you wanted to accomplish for social media, but then um, obviously you're also in school. So balancing that school life and the social media work is going to be quite difficult. Mm hmm. Yeah, so um, I had finals week recently, and, like, I really had no time to film, and I think, like, I really do, like, I prioritize school over social media, so I took, like, I didn't post for, like, a whole week because I care more about my grades, and so, like, I mean, I don't think, I think people should understand that, like, social media isn't my priority, so if I don't post, then I don't post, like, it doesn't really affect your daily lifestyle, like, it's okay, so, like, I mostly just um, film on like the days I don't have school and like I force myself to do all my school work within the days that I do have school <laughs> yeah you have like a very well managed time 
management system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is honestly really awesome. I mean, even for me, I can totally relate. I had AP exams and I kind of spread out my posting for um, podcasts. And mm-hmm. I think now in a total, not proud to say this, but I definitely did slack off um, just because, again, I prioritize my grade a lot more <laughs> than posting yeah. on social media. And it just takes so much time to gather all the information and to post everything. So, um, yeah, completely relatable. And I think it's about telling people to really understand your priorities, right? There's a very big difference between having social media be your life and having a life outside of social media and having social media just being a part of it, right? Mm -hmm. So how exactly did you kind of make a note of this? Like, I feel like a lot of people kind of start social media thinking that, oh, I'm going to have to focus on growing my followers and that is it. And I'm going to continue working and working and working until I reach my 10K goal or higher or lower, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really, I used to spend hours like f- filming TikToks like on end, like the entire day. And it really, it drained me really fast. So that was when I realized, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this all the time because it was like exciting at first. Like, of course, it's like you're starting to grow and like it's actually happening. You're like, oh my God, I'm so motivated. Like, I mean, yeah, use that motivation and make as much content as you can until you like start your your energy starts to drain. And then you're like, wait, I'm tired. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's kind of just, um, you kind of realize it over time. Like you're some, like, I mean, for everyone's social medias, um, it starts to like, um, stagnant. I don't know what the word is, but like, it's kind of like your likes start to go down, your views start, it happens to everyone. And like, you kind of just like, don't like nothing happens for a few months or weeks. And like, that's kind of when you like, you're like, okay, wait, this is kind of disappointing. But then it also makes you realize like this happens and you have to accept it. And then, um, yeah, I kind of just like, I mean, keep making content, but don't make it your entire life, you know? Yeah, definitely. You realized that it was kind of unhealthy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I completely relate again. I feel like this is something everyone on social media goes through, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I've talked to so many people and they've all gone through very similar experiences. But mm-hmm. it's true, you know, there's a point where you kind of get really focused on all the stats, like the likes, the followers, your comments. Yes. Um, and then when things don't go the way you expect it to, you feel doubtful about yeah. everything that you created. And you start like just feeling really disappointed, sad, maybe even angry in some instances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's really about balancing and kind of understanding um, yourself and prioritizing, again, like you said earlier, prioritizing the things that you value and social media should not be on the top. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of course, you grew your social media following pretty quickly. Like you said earlier, you started with less than a thousand followers and then somehow now you're at over 60K on your TikTok, right? And Mm -hmm. I think over 10K on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah, so that is really impressive. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) And second of all, how did your friends and family react to this growth? They were so, so supportive. Like, I have, I'm so thankful because, like, 
I don't know, maybe there are like my acquaintances or something like my classmates out there that judge me, but they just don't say anything. And I'm kind of glad they don't because I don't need to know that. But <laughs> like all my close friends and everyone that like I know, like they have like verbally, like, well, I guess not verbally, more like virtually told me like <laughs> yeah. they're really proud of me. And like they, they're so supportive. Like they always congratulate me on all these like small milestones. And I'm like, oh my God, it's just great. It makes me feel amazing. Oh, that is so sweet. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's always, <laughs> we stand the support of friends and family. Yes. yes. Shout out to you guys. Let's give yes, them a round of applause. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that you bring up such a good point with like some peers that might be judging you because this is something I feel like every student has gone through no matter you're the most popular student, you're going to be judged by those who are less popular, the less popular will be judged by more popular. Mm -hmm. Different instances, there's always going to be people judging you. And with judgment comes some hate, right? So as an influencer, have you ever dealt with someone who is kind of hateful? And how did you deal with that situation? Yeah, so when I first um, started my TikTok, like, around, like, September or something, I made this video, and, like, I guess it was a little bit rude, because I was saying, like, something about, like, basic fashion, but I didn't really specifically say that it was bad, but I guess people took it that way, that, like, I was saying basic fashion is really, like, a bad thing, and then a lot of people were, like, bashing me in the comments, and I was, like, I took that, like, I was really hurt at first, because, like, you know, I've never, ever experienced something like that, and I was, like, I took, I was, like, I was really aggressive, and I was, like, well, not really aggressive. It was more like I made a video sarcastically saying like, sorry, I'm like happy where like I am with my fashion sense now, but I like took it down because I realized like that's not the way you should be handling those situations. If anything, either turn off the comments or just take down the video to like stop, prevent any more like hate. And like, I guess, I mean, it wasn't that serious, but it was like, I've never experienced it. And it like that just taught me that's definitely not the way to handle a situation. But now I just see one every now and then saying something like, oh, they're all the same style or they're not, they're all basic and stuff. But it just like, you know, I ignore those. I mean, like it does hurt me a little bit, but it's more like, you know, they don't actually know you and probably, oh my God, plus they're probably um, insecure. So, I mean, I just don't let it bother me. Yeah, honestly, like dealing with hate, I think first of all, understanding the way that you should deal with the situation like you taking down the video and acknowledging like the right way you're supposed to do it which is kind of just like calming down you know and just Mm -hmm. letting yourself be um but I'm really interested to hear what your thoughts on cancel culture is because as someone who has been uh receiving horrible comments from you know the videos do you think cancel culture is a good thing Um, so I have been confused about this for a long time, but I think, um, I've kind of come to the decision that, like, it's more of the person learning what they did wrong and, like, being educated and not, like, fully canceled. I mean, like, I know there are people that have made, like, horrible mistakes in the past and just don't apologize. Like, I think those people don't really deserve a platform if they're not going to apologize and, like, learn. But the people that are willing to learn and need, like, they're accepting their criticism and like they they're accepting being educated and they take that and then they learn from their mistakes then I think those like I don't think they deserve to be canceled I think it's like I think we should just give people a chance like it might have been like a really bad thing but like if they're actually willing to learn then maybe like don't cancel them so I guess Mm -hmm. I'm kind of against cancel culture yeah. yeah 
Um, I think I fall on the similar spectrum to you. I think there is an extent where it's good, you know, especially if people are like horrible people doing some like evil stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it's like fashion and lifestyle content, you're calling something basic, but like unintentionally harming other people's feelings. I don't think someone should be canceled for that. You know, Um, I talked to another TikToker um, a while back, actually, like last year, Um, she is doing skincare related content and she received like a lot of backlash for posting about St. Ives, which is like supposedly a brand that isn't very great for your skin, according to Hiram. And that was when like everyone was watching his videos and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I was really surprised to hear that. Oh, well, you know, you're doing your own thing. And then so many people are coming for you because it goes against their values, I guess, on skincare. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, it was just really shocking to me because TikTok, you know, it can be a great platform, but also handling that is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think in the end, the benefits do kind of outweigh the disadvantages, the hate and all the cons, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, just because you can really portray your voice and grow and also learn so much from that app yes Mm -hmm. i agree all right so now let's talk a little bit more about what the people are waiting for how to grow your followers yes yes (laughs) this is very interesting i myself have done a lot of research too um but not gonna lie a little bit too lazy to work on that because i am a nerdy student and I wanted to work (laughs) on my grades more but um (laughs) can you relate (laughs) yes oh yeah 100% (laughs) all right so first of all let's talk a little bit more about TikTok because that's kind of where we left off and it's also one of the easiest platforms to grow on because everyone kind of has an equal opportunity to do so Mm -hmm. so um We'll just start off with a broad and pretty basic question, which is what exactly are the steps that you need to take in order to create an eye-catching video? Okay, so here is what I do. Basically, I have learned over time that, I mean, like a good background is pretty important but I've also made videos where like I literally just filmed like my face like right next to the camera and it got like three million views so like I I guess it just matters um getting to the point right away or I also learned that saying the word like some like some way saying the word you like for example here's how you can do this like it really catches people's attention it worked for me several times surprisingly which is really cool um and also yeah getting to the point right away and also I've also learned keeping the video under like 15 seconds sometimes longer videos have been like popular recently but 15 seconds is like ideal. And um, let's see, high quality. They have to be high quality videos. Like you have to show like what you're trying to teach them. It can't be like a weird angle or something. It has to be like, like look good, you know? Cause then it'll like make people, people have very small, short um, attention spans. If they look at it and they don't like it, they'll scroll. So it has to look good, like all throughout the video. So yeah. definitely yeah you brought up a really good point with using you or 
um, talking a little bit more about the hook, right? Generally, that is something like a lot of social media managers on the internet, they're like, you have to have a good hook within the first two seconds of your TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> so apart from using the word you, what are some other ways to kind of hook people in? It can be specific to your um, fashion and lifestyle content or for general, like other different types of content. So what I do, I think it's like um, anyone can do it, but like if they're talking about a specific thing, but um, for me, I usually, I always start my video doing like this, like pointing thingy or like, like doing this with like text because like, I mean, I don't really say anything, but it's more of people reading the text and it says um, like the really like short, like outfit inspo or like summer outfit inspo. Like it just says exactly what you're going to show them. And like, it's just like a really short phrase. And I just like show it like, it's like aesthetic text. Yeah. Aesthetic text really catches people's eye like the the letter cutouts like those ones have been popular for a long time and I still use it and like it's just it's really aesthetically pleasing and like it's it's really cute so that's a really easy thing to do like just put type out the word or like the phrase that you're gonna make the video about with those letters and people like it as long as they're like spaced out it'll look good (laughs) yeah yes make sure it's aesthetically pleasing (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah people love like watching visually pleasing things and it's just like it's it's just how the app is you know you you gotta follow it and one thing that I also realized is that TikTok is very focused in on trends and so you know with fashion and lifestyle specifically I know that there are a lot of outfit inspiration videos as well as other like get ready with me and uh, even trying different challenges like drinking a gallon of water every day or like waking up at 5 a.m every day etc yeah and so how exactly do you look for these trends and how do you know to kind of recreate it in your own unique Mm way yeah so most of the time I'm like I really don't really like think that much I just copy the trend and do my part of it but sometimes like if you come up with an idea um like that's kind of like branching off of the trend do it because you could be starting another trend because like you know anything like it just changes so fast the trends just change so fast like every week or something but um basically my fashion TikTok account that's like my professional TikTok I use that TikTok specifically like I only like and save videos that are fashion related so that the videos that pop up on my for you page are like the fashion TikToks of like like the trendy ones of the week. So then like on that TikTok account, I just see all the like the fashion trends. And then I also see on my personal sometimes. And if I notice like it's popping up a lot, like the specific trend, I'm like, okay, wait, I'll catch on to this trend and I'll just make my own rendition of it. And yeah, that's basically how I do it. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, just having one specific account for Mm -hmm. um, all the inspiration and stuff it's kind of like Pinterest honestly right like yeah it it can be like Pinterest Mm -hmm. and so one other thing that I think is really crucial is like what you said earlier with creating aesthetic content what are some different editing platforms what are some good ways to actually recognize that the video you're putting out is aesthetically pleasing and how do you kind of have that design eye to create such videos so I have like been into art since 
as long as I can remember. Like I just really love all forms of art. And I guess TikTok is just another part of it. And like, I just, I'm really like fixated on like, I'm kind of a perfectionist. So I like make sure everything is centered or like I want the colors being a certain way. Most of my videos are like super saturated. So sometimes I just use the color customizer. I'm sure everyone knows that that filter is on TikTok or I make the video, like if it's like, um, it has to be spliced a lot, like the clips, I edit it on CapCut, the app. It's really good. Like, it's so good. I don't even know how I didn't find out about that earlier. It's literally the best thing ever. And I edit it on CapCut and then I save it into my camera roll and then I adjust the warmth and like the contrast. Contrast makes everything look so soft and beautiful and like a picture or video, it just makes it look so much better. Um, yeah, I lower the contrast and it kind of just makes all my videos look a little bit like better, you know, and like satisfying to look at. So yeah. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that is honestly a really great advice. I've never heard anyone say that before. So um, I think that can be really useful. Um, so before we jump into the Instagram portion of the tips, is there anything that you want to point out and some extra advice that you want to tell the audience about growing their following? Uh, yeah, so I would just say... Um, do it because you don't know like I mean if you want to do it then just try it out and plus like everyone goes grows at a different pace so like it, I was just lucky that like I just scrolled like super fast um, but some people I know like not just I know but I've seen like they've been doing this forever and like I've already surpassed their following but like th- your hard work won't go to waste like it's happening it's going to happen just wait for it and just like be patient because you know don't lose hope because it will happen. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, that is so perfectly said. That's yeah. a reminder. Keep pushing through, you guys. Don't give up. Because, mm-hmm. again, everything happens for a reason. I right? love that. That's literally my like my <laughs> mantra. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Same. I, I am a very firm believer of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and so now let's go into more of Instagram growth. This is a lot harder, I feel, especially now that Instagram is becoming an app that's really focused on like the shops and Mm -hmm. earning more money from promotions, ads and stuff. Um, Personally, not a very big fan of Instagram. I'm sorry, Mark Zuckerberg. Don't come for me, please. But (laughs) yeah, Instagram is really hard to grow and you really need to like have such a good understanding of the algorithms and everything Mm -hmm. in order to kind of grow organically unless you do have like a TikTok or you use like paid promotions. Um, So what advice do you have for people who may not have a big TikTok following? You know, they can't lead their audience to follow their Instagrams. Um, Honestly, I don't have much um, experience with Instagram yet. But what from what I've learned, it's kind of like basically you can't grow on Instagram unless you have another platform because like it's I've from like all the influencers I've seen most of them are like models or they have a YouTube account and like they have some kind of account that's brought their followers to Instagram and like I kind of like noticed that and I guess like I mean I'm not saying like you can't grow on Instagram but it's kind of harder to grow on Instagram without a second platform that you like use most of the time. But um, if you do just want to grow on Instagram, 
I'm pretty like I don't even know like I don't look into the algorithm stuff like that's just a so much like I just can't even keep up but I just know that it's it's just it changes a lot and hashtags sometimes work most of the time and I've also learned that I tried growing this other Instagram account like for an for an organization I'm in and I've noticed that reaching out to other accounts like you two like collaborating and like shouting each other out really helps too and like just like staying consistent yeah consistency is very important yeah that's about it (laughs) I think consistency is really important for Instagram and TikTok honestly any social media things that you work on Mm -hmm. and I think one thing that you brought up was super interesting it's true like a lot of the models and even the TikTokers on Instagram who have millions of followers do get their audience from TikTok or from YouTube Mm -hmm. or um they're just normal celebrities, you know? Yeah. And so I think generally speaking, yeah, um, you're right. I think focusing on TikTok is a little bit better than focusing on Instagram as of now. Um, One thing that I do want to throw in there is using Instagram reels. That is so helpful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Literally, I used to do it um, more often than like now, but before when I did it a lot, um, I literally just posted like one TikTok. I mean, yeah, I basically, I recycled my TikToks onto Reels. Um, and like, they just get so many views so fast. I mean, like the amount of likes, like ratio to views, of course, isn't like amazing, but at least you get like some followers from it. Like it like actually helps like my account and stuff. And like Reels also like, I think it's because um, Reels is more of a new um, part of Instagram still. And like Instagram is really pushing Reels out there, you know? So I think that's also a big part of it. Exactly. And the good thing is, since, you know, you're posting on reels, that means you also have TikToks. And the same can Mm -hmm. be said reverse. If you have TikToks, you can post it on reels. I think I remember seeing something that said, make sure you don't have the TikTok watermark on your Instagram Mm -hmm. reels, though, because that like Instagram apparently doesn't like people use recycling the content that way. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) developed a program or whatever to recognize it Mm -hmm. so save your tiktoks without the watermark um i don't know how exactly you do it i kind of just create my videos from like an outside app using different editing softwares and then posting Mm -hmm. it on both platforms but i know some people do find like a no watermark download apps and stuff um I would say be aware of those, though, because some might ask you to, like, put in your account and password. Don't do that, guys. You're going to download some viruses. Mm -hmm. So do that at your own um, caution. You know, be aware of the things that you put on the Internet. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, stay safe, guys. (laughs) Please. Yeah. Remember, don't, like, say too much about your personal life because I'm, like, really paranoid, very paranoid. And, like, I don't really like people, I don't, like, if they see anything, like, that even shows, like, anything about where I live, I will just not post it. For example, like, if I take a picture in, like, my city or, like, something like that, and it shows a building, I'm like, no, I'm not posting it. Because I just get really paranoid that someone's going to somehow find it and then somehow track. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just really paranoid. I was also going to say something about the um, recording it without the watermark. I have learned this a few months ago and it's, you don't have to like use anything. You just screen record it. Like <laughs> you screen record um, the draft. So like, I don't know if like, you know what I'm talking about, but after you film a TikTok, there's like the place where you can put in the caption. 
And then like right next to that, there's like a little screen for you where you can like pick the cover and stuff. And like, if you press like the main part of that like rectangle thing, it'll like play the video for you. And then just like screen record that and then crop it. And then you just have it, the video without the watermark. Boom. There you Mm -hmm. go, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Pro works. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. Everyone's like writing on their notebook now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to throw out there, if you guys follow these tips, make sure to reach out to Soleil and me and say like, hey, this episode worked. <laughs> yes, I would we, love We that. would love to hear your stories. Mm-hmm. Do you have any general tips, advice for other teens who are thinking of becoming a, a social media influencer? Uh, yeah, okay. So let's see. Like, I guess... Um, if you want to take influencing seriously, just like remember that it's a lot of time. It takes up a lot of time. So if you do sports or like you're really into clubs, maybe you might save this for like summertime or a break because like it really, you spend hours. Like it's really hard because I'm in a lot of like honors classes and stuff. And next year I'm taking many more like advanced classes than I did last year. And it was already really hard managing my time. Oh yeah. You have to be very organized because like if you're not organized, you're gonna struggle so much. Like I've been planning, like putting together a very specific schedule for myself for months and I'm not even done yet. But like, I've gone, I don't know if you've noticed, but like my life is very systematic and like everything is just, cause like, I mean, it, it works. So like, I'm just, but you have to be organized and you have to know it takes a lot of time. So guys really put some thought into this if you wanna do it. Cause like, imagine I take pictures every week and like sometimes I'm like making two like repeating outfits I mean like repeating outfits is like good because like don't waste your clothes but also like um it's kind of hard being like sometimes like my sometimes I've been thinking recently like my outfits are they like a little too basic now because like I used to be very like into layering and all this stuff but now I'm kind of just throwing simple outfits together just so I can get a picture to post and like I don't know like like it's kind of like um you're not you're just doing it to satisfy your followers and not really like trying trying so like make sure you want to do what you're doing because don't just do it for like free clothes and don't just do it for like oh I get to collab with Shein even though like it's not a good company um because they're very unsustainable but um yeah don't do it just for money too you have to like what you're doing that's yes Be passionate about it. And, you know, one thing I wanted to bring up was if you are busy with school or club stuff, you can take that as an advantage, like film about your clubs or film about yeah. your schoolwork, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there like, are a lot of followers. Exactly, exactly. And that's also something that you can be really relatable about, right? Oh, yeah. That's kind of how um, those like study gram accounts grew and that's also how people like Emma Chamberlain grew you know you're literally oh, just yeah. posting about your own life if you're interesting you know go mm-hmm. ahead and do that yep period okay period. <laughs> <laughs> so where can the audience connect with you uh you can follow my tiktok which is okay wait you guys need to know how to spell my name because everyone messes it up but it's styled by s-o-l-e-i-l not I-E-L, just E-I-L. And then on I, oh my God, I-G. On Instagram, it is Soleil, which is S-O-L-E-I-L-S-Sophia. So S-O-L-E-I-L-S-S-O-F-I-A. 
I just spelled that entire thing out. <laughs> Boom. There you go, guys. And yes. don't worry, I'll be spelling your name in the description and in the cover art. <laughs> yes. Also, guys need to listen to all of Melody's other episodes and follow her on Instagram. I don't, I don't know any other platforms you have, but follow her there too. Yes. On TikTok Spotify. and Instagram, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for that shout out, Soleil. I yes. really appreciate it. <laughs> so. Once again, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. For my listeners, like Soleil said, make sure to follow my Instagram at the Study Break Podcast. Tune into your favorite podcast platform. Follow me there and stay tuned for a new episode every Tuesday. Make sure to follow Soleil on her social medias and I'll see everyone in the next episode. Talk Bye. to you next year. Bye. <laughs>